Welcome to Reimagining Schools, a podcast by the Edupreneur Academy. Today, I'm talking with Lisa Brent of South Florida, who's going to tell us a little bit about her educational entrepreneurship idea called E-Cubed. Hey, Lisa, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, Erin. How are you? Good. I'm great. I appreciate you joining me on the podcast, and we're looking forward to finding out a little bit more about you. Yes, so this I'd is like, like to... my favorite topic, so I'm very, very excited. Good. Well, that's great. Yeah, well, I'd like to start with just telling us a little bit more about yourself and your background and what led you to education and entrepreneurship. I would be delighted. Um, well, what happened was I was a classroom teacher for many, many years, and I always knew that I wanted to do something on my own, but I didn't know kind of what an education I wanted to do on my own, and the timing was never right, and life is like that. So um, unbeknownst to me, um, with the pandemic coming, it kind of was a catalyst to choose the timing for me. Mm. And um, due to some you know, family issues and health concerns, I had to leave the physical classroom and figure out how to reestablish my education and my impact on students in a different way. So there you go. I had to start thinking like an entrepreneur and reevaluate where I was and come up with new solutions to solve a problem that I had. So I was fortunate that I had been working in a wonderful school where I had plenty of flexibility and I was able to create and implement um, an elementary entrepreneur curriculum that was completely interdisciplinary. So I was teaching fourth and fifth graders how you can do a market pitch activity, so to speak, with all the components involved. So they would be doing the research and reading the non-fictional text, calculating the math, creating commercials, logos, and it was just the most incredible project-based experience I ever had. And it took me through the last three years of my of my teaching career. And then um, we didn't get to do the finals, which was right at the time would have been right after spring break when when COVID uh, had the classroom, you know, closed down. So I had plenty of time to reflect on what it was about teaching that I loved so much. What got me excited? What got the kids excited? And it was just that. It was that program of teaching kids entrepreneurship, including the core, you know, subjects as well as using it for enrichment and as a, if you will, an add-on to what they were already receiving in their basic core subjects. So it depended on how I needed to use it at that time because I was teaching um, STEAM, so math, science, Mm -hmm. engineering, and so forth. Um, And what ended up happening was when I realized that's what I love to do, I started doing some research And I found an incredible nonprofit organization known as Youth Entrepreneurs, now rebranded as Empowered. And they've been in existence for 30 years. And so that your viewers know and listeners, they offer free teacher curriculum and teacher support. Now I believe it's to teachers in all grades. When I started with them, they were more focused on middle school and high school. So um, the way my whole adventure began was I was involved in a lot of the things they were doing. I was on their Facebook page. I was contacting teachers. And one day I just took the leap of faith and I said on their Facebook uh, page, 
it was October and I said, I don't know how, but by November, I will have an online entrepreneur micro school for elementary students based on what I know from teaching and my 16 years of experience. And, you know, I have my master's in elementary ed, I'm dual certified in ESE, I have my gifted and ESOL endorsement. So taking all of my tricks of the trade and all their phenomenal training and curriculum, I was gonna modify it to work for the education world, I'm sorry, the elementary world in education. And they also had so much available for hybrid learning, for online learning. So when I put that out there, unbeknownst to me, a few days later, someone from the company contacted me and they said, we are so excited about your idea. We'd love for you to apply to this grant. And that is how it started. And I've been blessed and my students have been blessed and the world of entrepreneurship has been blessed. because they had what was called from the Vela Education Foundation, a meet the moment grant Mm -hmm. to help families during COVID to meet the needs of their communities Mm -hmm. and meet and find what it was that their kids really needed at a very critical time. And there were hundreds of us, in fact, that got different um, grants and we were all paired with, I believe it was seven nonprofits Mm-hmm. And I was paired with um, empowered, um, you know, youth entrepreneurs, and uh, I was blessed to get that grant to be able to start my business. And from there, we've been growing, and I was given the grant to then um, expand, if you will. We started off as a four or five grade type type of model, mm-hmm. and I was given the um, the second grant to expand to K through five. And also it's a charitable grant. So I've been offered grant money to offer scholarships so that the program is accessible to many, many, many people anywhere because it's a virtual and it really gives families and children the opportunity to have access to it when they normally wouldn't. So mm-hmm. I think that encapsulates my, my adventure. So I'm modeling what I teach my students. I've become an entrepreneur who teaches yes. entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking while you were telling that story is that you're kind of, we're kind of looking at this twofold and that you have become an entrepreneur yourself, but you're also teaching that concept and skill to, your, to the students that you're working with. So that's really neat. And I know you told us a little bit about your background, but can you go back maybe just a little bit and kind of, um, did you go through a traditional teacher preparation program? Did you do any entrepreneurship um, courses or classes or anything? Yeah, just go back a little bit farther. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I'm just very excited about the topic. So uh, definitely (laughs) we'll go back for you on any, any details you'd like. Um, I did go, I did go to, um, actually I live in South Florida. So I went to the University of Miami and I got my, um, my master's and my undergraduate degree in education and psychology uh, from there. And uh, my master's was in elementary ed and my bachelor's was in child psychology. And I was all geared up to be one of the most, you know, idealistic, impactful educators. So um, I had finished that. And then I went ahead and got certified in special education, as Great. well as getting my ESOL uh, endorsement to teach learners of other languages. 
Mm-hmm. And it was later in my career when I found my niche for teaching gifted students that mm-hmm. I went ahead and got my endorsement in gifted. So I've been teaching for over 16 years. And in terms of any business background, I never took anything in terms of formal training. Mm-hmm. It was always a joke that I was like, whatever um, product or uh, subscription we were using at the time for different reading programs or things, you know, and, I, and we would present for families that the joke was, are you selling the product or are you the teacher of the class? So yeah. I think because I grew up in a family of business owners and I would go in and help ever since I was very, very little. And mm-hmm. I thought it was such a great honor to be able to be in my parents' world, if you will. Yeah. In their yeah, business well, that's world. that's great that you had an interest in that, that area and wanted to kind of pursue that. And I think that's true for a lot of educators. And and one of the things that I've been kind of working on, you know, just having the conversation about and sort of maybe thinking about education in a different way is that we don't talk a lot about entrepreneurship in educate, in formal education programs. And so it's really great to, you know, just have some exposure to that. It doesn't mean you necessarily have to go full on like Lisa and start your own business. You could still Absolutely. You know, work in a school, but you know, thinking <laughs> no, no, about no. things in a different way, kind of outside of the box. And um, I think it helps us to be innovative and creative and continue to find solutions for the issues that we're facing in education. So I think that's great. And you talked a little bit about um, your kind of, uh, you know, grants that you received, but would you talk a little bit more about maybe some challenges that you faced in the beginning and how you kind of overcame those? Absolutely. So um, one of the things I realized when I was starting the program, when I was in class, is how much of this stuff I wasn't taught, that I needed to research, that I needed to go to other, um, if you will, um, experts, and get in from. Um, and so what would you say are kind of like the top two or three sources that you found or discovered as you were kind of overcoming these challenges of not having this sort of growth mindset growing up and ability to, so what did you find that helped you get, get over that hurdle? Well, absolutely a hundred percent being taken into the youth entrepreneur empowered family and having them as my partners to go to with all of that experience and you know knowledge that they have. Also being able to collaborate with all the other grantees who are now educating kids in different themes, whether it be gardening or science or um, wood, woodmanship to learn math and measurement. I mean, it has just been incredible. So I guess it would be that networking, the finding the other people that have a similar goal or mission or mindset just like you, Aaron. There's like yeah. you, we, we found each other. I mean, I was like right. I saw your title. I'm like I have to speak to her because <laughs> there's so much that we we must have in common, and um, I think that is a big piece that really really helped me. People that you could network with. I'm assuming most of that you found kind of on the internet and just by researching and looking things up, and and then reaching out to them and calling yeah. them. It was you know during the pandemic, I met did a lot of my stuff on Zoom. Of which course. makes me familiar with, you know, you can have a, 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 a an emotional connection and impact even through through teaching, you know, online and with a Zoom live stream. And um, I mean, I have to tell you, it's like one of those sayings, and I don't remember who's famous for saying, 
I wish I could remember because he is a famous entrepreneur and I don't want to get it wrong. But <laughs> the biggest mistake you can make is either A, not try to make mistakes to learn from them and B, not ask for help. Because if mm -hmm. you never ask, you will never get it. Yeah, that's so great I've, advice. I've, I've really learned, you know, if yeah. I don't know something and I have a way of finding someone who's willing to help me or teach me or collaborate, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a team player. So I love learning and I love teaching. So let's, let's make it happen for youth and for our future. Sure. Yeah. And you've kind of dropped a couple of, uh, of hints already to answer this question, but what other advice would you give to entrepreneurs that are thinking about getting started? I think anybody, any entrepreneur should just figure out what it is that they love teaching or doing. Because in this, it may, it may be, you know, a hands-on type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then finding that and figuring out how can I use that in my entrepreneurial journey? So mm -hmm. do I love training and working with other teachers? Do I love doing vocational types of skills with kids or other teachers to show them? Um, do I love the aspect of teaching business and finance or math in an, in an unusual way? Whatever it is that makes your face light up and you resonate, you know, going for it and, and, and saying, you know what, if I have a passion for this and I have the grit and determination for it, I'm going to make it happen. And my students, whether they be adult teachers, you know, people in the district, they're going to feel it and they're going to get in, engaged in that energy. And that's how you make an impact. And it's sure. not going to happen overnight. You know, I would love to have this type of curriculum incorporated in all of our school districts all throughout the country. Uh -huh. I'm a big dreamer, but you have to start somewhere. And yeah. then like what you're doing, and then you need to have a voice. We need to then share our experiences as you've given me the opportunity today, and I'm sure many others to come and have already. And then other people listen and say, wow, well, I have a passion for gardening. Maybe somehow I can even, not in the school setting, but in my community, start small mm -hmm. and start getting some of the kids together and their families and create an organic garden and talk about plants and food and health. And I mean, you can take a mind map almost and make it grow with all kinds of branches and, and, and add-ons and, and, and fly with it. And then when you do, it's contagious. Mm -hmm. sure. It is difficult mm -hmm. though. I will say that I, that's the one surprise that I've told uh -huh. everyone. Um, you know, it's a misnomer, I think from one of the movies, uh, Kevin Costner, you know, build it and they will come, but I think it's quoted incorrectly, but the whole <laughs> point is that, that, that doesn't happen. You know, you have to really, for me, it was um, meet the moment, literally. Mm -hmm. The moment was there. And this is, I was building my, my, my airplane um, as I was flying it because of the way the world was. Um, ideally, or maybe not so ideally, because nothing's ideal. Looking hindsight, I probably would tell entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, educators in entrepreneurship <laughs> to try to maybe gain information ahead of time about funding. Mm -hmm. gain information about 
creating a beta group to test it out, mm-hmm. to get user feedback, then to do some, you know, iterations. Um, I love the whole like, design thinking process, but I didn't know the real intricacies of it. So, you know, maybe studying up on things that weren't in your core education, you know, adding yeah. on, I had to learn how to do marketing and I'm still learning and I'm yeah. still asking for help. Um, so I don't want it to be like, it's poof, you know, it's, 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 it's magic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of dedication and it's a lot of putting up that sign on your wall, no matter what, this is my passion. This is my mission. This is my why I'm not quitting. I'm just not, I'll find a way under it, around it. I will be an entrepreneur and yeah. I really do believe our culture and our kids need this. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping to be one of the catalysts in the educational world to help bring that, you know, to fruition, just like you do. Yeah, so. that's fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's so important as an entrepreneur, you find something that you care about and that you're passionate about, and then you realize there's going to be hurdles and challenges, but you're willing to keep working to overcome those and not give up. And that's what it takes for sure. Yeah. And also just to your point about, you know, the, um, challenges that you face and kind of figuring out the opposite of your background. So if you came, which you did from an educational background, you had to really seek out places to find help on how to start a business, how to set up a nonprofit, how to advertise, how to market, all of those things. Um, And if you came from the other side of things where you were from the business world, of course, then you'd need to fill in the opposite of that, which would be the educational pedagogy and understanding that piece of it if you didn't come from an education background. And so that's really the goal of Entrepreneur Academy and the course that we have is to help people navigate that and give them the information on both sides of that. So hopefully that people that are interested don't have to fight quite as hard as you did (laughs) to find access to the information that they need to make that a little bit easier. So that's the goal here. But you started talking a little bit about, you know, your, your, what you're thinking for the future and expanding, but can you tell me some more about what you're thinking? Are you going just K through five? Are you thinking bigger than that? What's your plans for the future? Well, my big, my big is K through five, because I do believe that we have not, there's never enough, but we have a good amount of classwork. And like, I've seen what Youth Entrepreneurs Empowered has done with high schools and with, you know, middle school students, but I've really seen only a trickle of things happening, at least in this country, in the elementary space. Mm-hmm. And in other countries, they're mandating it from a very young age that these children learn the entrepreneurial process, which will include um, collaborative thinking, critical thinking, um, learning from mistakes, creativity, and I can go on and on and on. Um, and my vision or my mission is to try to teach families the importance of that so that they can access some type of either, whether it be my course or something else or however, even, you know, tips, you know, you can Google on how do I raise an entrepreneur, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and instill in the children that they are empowered, that even children who have so-called labels, some -hmm. of them have enormous, enormous gifts that aren't being tapped into because our traditional education system doesn't celebrate those things at an elementary age. 
So my hope is that it will blossom and who knows, maybe I will grow further and be able to have a further reach or maybe now with um, hopefully things with the pandemic, allowing more of us to be in person, maybe mm -hmm. I'll eventually be able to have an out, you know, in, an in-person space, mm -hmm. like an after-school program or something, you know, aligned with somebody. I mean, it's very difficult, but it would be amazing if we could somehow, uh, you and I maybe join forces and a bunch of other people and, yeah. you know, share our voice about getting it into the actual elementary curriculum mm -hmm. and finding a way to train teachers who are not as comfortable with project-based learning and rubrics and how do you grade it? And, oh my God, he didn't know how to do this or he's in third grade and he can't multiply. The world's coming to an end. It, it's not. And, and he'll figure it out through whatever he loves to do or she loves to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess what my hope or my vision would be to expand to a point where I can impact other children and parents' viewpoint mm -hmm. and education and education leaders and teachers to the point where they will start to see how much value they can give and how much they can give to students who may not be getting those stellar grades, you know, how many times do you hear that these entrepreneurs, they left school or they failed school or they didn't fit into the traditional mold, but -hmm. they were capable of amazing things. I think yeah. everyone's capable of something amazing, but sure. you need to give them the loving, confident environment to let that happen. Right. And I feel bad. I feel badly because knowing what it was like as a teacher in the classroom prior to this experience, I was one of those teachers that would have needed someone to teach me how to do this if I hadn't gone out on my own and taught myself. Like you have this, this you know, program, this Edupreneur Academy that facilitate that. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, teachers need that. We, they have so much they have to do and their mm -hmm. days and are so long as it is. And they are so responsible for so many children. You know, if we can professionally through development or through coursework, online training or buddying people up. I, I don't know, but I'm sure that with all the innovative minds that are pivoting and doing great things now, you know, especially after the pandemic, it's the right timing for us to, you know, think big and, is, and, yeah. and think how we can spread it to, like you said, the education piece to entrepreneurs or business people and vice versa, and maybe even bring those people together to collaborate and take the best of everybody mm -hmm. and, and figure out what meets the needs of different communities or areas or age groups. Um, I love the design thinking process. And if you can get young children to start thinking that way, they don't know how to think any other way. And it's beautiful. Sure. So yeah. that's just a, a, a philosophy of mine. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I know, so your program is available currently for elementary age. Are you K through five already or just? Yes, we are K okay, through five. K through five. And so how can our listeners get a hold of you or get in contact with you to find out more about, because you can enroll if you're in a full-time um, public school, you can be a homeschooled student and, and enroll in your program. Is that correct? Yes. We mm -hmm. offer um, a course for homeschoolers. We offer camps. We offer after-school enrichment. So I try to all be online. At yes. This point. Yes. Um, we so offer it for children um, in special education. I mean, 
there it is in, completely inclusive. So that's something yeah. that I'm very proud of. And yes, you can find me by going onto my website, which is elementaryentrepreneur.com. And as my email, you just put my first initial L and my last name, Brent, B-R-E-N-T, in front of it, at elementaryentrepreneur.com, and you'll be able to email me. But all my contact information, everything is on my website. Um, my whole story is on a, on, a, on a video of how I came to be through uh, another organization, and, and um, I'm more than happy to get on a Zoom call or a phone call and help parents figure it out or customize it because that's what we're about. Great. Yeah. And we'll be sure and put your information in the notes for the podcast as well. I appreciate that. This has been so much fun. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for giving me a chance to let families and other kids know that we need to have young people be innovative, critical thinkers, collaborators, and shoot for the stars. Absolutely. Take care. Take care now.